0: Julia, Julia, and I cry out to
1: the river. My grandfather would was was a, was a beautiful singer. This, you know, the music would have come from both sides. But uh, my grandfather, I know. Edward was uh, supposed to be a beautiful singer. I think he used to sing Peggy Gordon. Uh, it was one of his songs, and I think uh, Maggie. Those songs were meant to be beautiful. I never heard him; would love to have. But um, I remember when I was very small. And uh, anyway, he's my mother said, "Why, why don't you sing anymore?" And um, after his beloved wife Julia had passed on, and he said, um, "I have nothing to sing about." So that was. Complete inspiration for me. I just thought I'm going to compose a song, and I wanted to make the kind of where they were, the countryside uh, around where they were in, in um, That was kind of coming into the music again. So I had a lot of strings, kind of flittering, kind of up and down. So it was like they'd, it's kind of the stream that's in Aviemore. This is a beautiful place as well, very green, and uh, so wading in the water. Just imagine them. Imagine maybe in a, in a summertime when they were young or something. Um, and he's just crying out for her, so it's uh, that's um, th- that song came to me. I was sitting in front of the fire at Christmas at home. I couldn't work out; it was something that was going to be ooh ah ooh ah. I knew the sounds were ooh ah ooh ah ooh ah. So I knew that it was ooh ah was a sound. And I was actually thinking for months, and then uh, I was just I just opened my eye and I just saw one eye, and I've good sight because I had eye, eye laser <laughs> surgery, so my sight is actually really good. I could just I just opened one eye and I just saw her picture. She was looking straight back at me. She was wearing a green suit and I went, "Oh my goodness, that's it. It's Julia."
0: The
1: Yeah, it is steeped in stories and I was very lucky, very lucky to have a chat with PJ Coppinger. I uh, felt privileged before he passed on and uh, I was also able to talk to um, Vincent Feeney, my uncle, before he passed on as well. And he just, it's just, I just love that, you know. I never studied history in college or anything like that, but I, I just, i there's such a richness there, such a depth. I really liked my childhood. My mother exposed us to all every lesson under the sun you could go to every music lesson but it was very um, very kind of disciplined very structured upbringing as well you know you knew exactly where everything was and kind of strict I suppose in a way but in, in very great very healthy and very structured I yeah I love countryside so I do remember a lot of you know cycles in the countryside and of course nowadays you can't really I, it's just more difficult to cycle on the roads now but uh, I loved school I was in this beautiful school called uh, Newtown Girls National School and had a lovely sycamore tree outside. I remember, a lot of my childhood, remember green. And I do remember a lot of sunny days, even though they probably weren't. And uh, we used to go for long cycles, my friend and I. I really liked it, actually. I really did like school. I played piano every single day for a good few hours. It was a piano that was brought originally from Liverpool. We have it in the house still. I'm like a hoover of experience, and I love... Who loved hoovering up different experiences, so I studied. Um, I studied in you know in Trinity, in in UCC, and in Saint Pat's and Romondra, and in the conservatory in the Hague. Like I just, I'd be always into everything. I'd be always busy, whether it be on a lot of societies or you know, I mean everything from drama and theatre, just playing around. Even though I hadn't really found myself in that that way even though I loved it and it's coming out now in my work I suppose always always busy, always doing something always kind of running around probably a bit frantically I think that's probably how people may might remember me but uh, yeah I mean I was, I always liked it I was always engaged with things although I think that uh, initially when you're going through college you're not quite sure like it's very confusing for people I knew always that music was definitely is my passion and that's what I wanted to do but I, I wanted to make sure that I did other things all the other things that I was kind of good at too but I did know that ultimately music was really going to be it, and I remember handing in my notice actually to the National Chamber Choir, uh, and I was really nervous about it, and uh, gave in my notice, and I had no idea what I was what I was going to do. And then, I think it was six days later, I got nominated for the Choice Music Prize, you know. So I had, uh, well, I had, a, I had a great school, and I know my mother was the principal. But aside from that, I'm not being biased, it was really great. Like it was really good. Um, but and then my infant room teacher, Mrs. Keevney. Uh, she, she was very musical as well but I remember, I remember the day she played Haydn's Surprise Symphony in the classroom and I must have been really really small and I'll never forget there's, there's a, early on in the piece there's a, a big climax and it, it really gave me a you know it's called it's a Surprise Symphony I just thought it was the most incredible thing that, I, that I'd ever heard in my, my short life but I remember the day that I heard it it just blew me away bowled me over I never believe in having regrets I just I don't think it's a good thing now obviously there are regrets and there are certain things but I think uh, I think it's better to deal with something not excuse yourself or let yourself off or whatever but to really think about it and really feel and go through the emotion of whatever that thing is and sure there are definitely things you know that I would think about and I'd kind of go maybe that wasn't a kind of good thing, but you, you you have plenty opportunity in your life to address
0: those things. My name is Calypso and I have lived alone I live on an island and I wake to the dawn long time ago I watched him struggle with the sea i yeah. Thick and wild and hidden is the sweetness there that grows I hear it flows long as I sing into the wind I tell of nights where I could taste the salt on his skin so So I have let him go In the dawn he sails away To be gone forevermore And the waves will take him in again But he'll know their ways now I will stand upon the shore With a clean heart and my song in the wind The sand may sting my feet i